Hi, everybody. Welcome to the teaser episode of Call Your Monster. Uh, my name is Adam. I'm a writer living in Los Angeles. I'm Jewish. I like spooky things. Hi, uh, I'm Jen. I am also a writer, also living in Los Angeles, also a big fan of all things spooky. So we figured just to introduce ourselves and explain why you should trust us or not trust us, we're pretty shifty. We would tell you a little bit about ourselves, tell you a little bit about what we want this podcast to be, and that's it. And this was a great segue. Go me. Awesome. 10 out of 10 segue. Perfect. Stuck the landing. question how do you how do i engage in judaism how how do you engage with it what's your relationship with it like tell me about your jewish upbringing uh i would say it's casual i mean i was very involved in my synagogue growing up i'm a reformed jew born and raised did the whole gamut of jewish education religious school hebrew school confirmation all that good stuff did my bat mitzvah what was your torah portion my torah portion was Parashat Shemot, which is in Exodus, which embarrassingly I had to look up, and you'll see why it's embarrassing that I had to look this up. It deals with Moses and the burning bush. So, shocker, it was in Exodus. That's that's the climax of Exodus. It's a high point of the Torah overall, I would say. But for me, a lot of Judaism is about those strong values and speaking up and doing the right thing when it isn't always easy and... That's kind of God telling Moses to do exactly that. For me, the best sort of encapsulation of what Judaism means to me uh, is my Jewish tattoo, which you're probably thinking, oxymoron, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I have the words tzedek tzedek tirdof on my wrist, uh, which means justice, justice shall you pursue. It was sort of the slogan of my congregation growing up, so I was always staring at those words on the wall behind the rabbi. Having a Jewish tattoo for me uh, is sort of me reclaiming these old words, these old customs, and bringing them into the modern age. And also social justice and taking action is very important to me. Love that. So yeah, very long-winded response. Uh, Adam, how do you engage in Judaism? I don't really feel like talking about it. (laughs) I was raised in the South, and there wasn't as strong of a Jewish community as I think there might have been out here in California. Um, So I always had like a weird relationship with it. I didn't really feel like I fit in at my synagogue or anything like that. So I kind of like pushed Judaism aside for a little while. Uh, Still had the bar mitzvah. Mine was safari themed. When I went to college, it sort of fell by the wayside. But really when I moved out here, I started getting a little bit more in touch with Judaism. And then I went on to Gleet and spent two weeks roaming around Israel And then about a year later, moved there for a year, uh, which shockingly impacted my relationship with Judaism. You know, I think I have slowly grown closer to Judaism, but I think this podcast is kind of one of the ways that I've done that is just I've started to like the idea of monsters and I've liked the idea of, you know, the occult. And there's a shockingly large amount of that in Judaism. Weirdly, even though I'm from Southern California, I'm from behind the orange curtain. There weren't a whole lot of Jews. There were there were a few slurs. But I think it's nice that we can both come back to it later in life and really embrace it and 
explore through storytelling, which we both love. Yeah, we wandered around for a while, and now... Not exactly 40 years, so, like, we're doing great on time, I think. Yeah, we're beating Moses yeah. by a landslide. <laughs> I don't know, I also feel like we should talk a little bit about how we met. A mutual friend of ours held this mid-pandemic Zoom like meet and greet thing it was like a zoom mixer this friend is like he's wonderful he's sort of like a gatsby he's just so good at throwing people together i'm terrified of him around green lights <laughs> yes but we realized very quickly that we both were very into spooky jewish shit yeah. and talked a lot about that but yeah i also think one of the moments that i realized exactly how close we were going to be was when we i had talked about this book that i had just found and it was called great tales of Jewish occult and fantasy. And then it turns out you had exactly the same book, like just sitting around. Yeah, and I had also just purchased it. Um, I had been writing something, shockingly, that incorporated Jewish folklore. So I got this giant tome. For exactly the same reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know, what it, what is it about like the occult and the spooky things? Like, why did you buy that book? Why did you write that story? What's appealing about it to you? It's interesting. Um, I, I have loved spooky things since I was very young. Very, actually, quite independently of my Judaism. I mean, this is, a whole, this is a whole episode in itself or just a different podcast, but I grew up in a haunted house. 100% my house was haunted. We had Oh, I thought everything. you meant like a theme park. Oh, no, house. that would have been cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was less cool. This was more unsettling <laughs> at all times. Um, yeah, like things moving around, unexplained lights, weird figures in the corner of my eye. I literally saw like shadowy silhouettes in the corner of my eye as a child so often that I thought that was normal until high school when I mentioned it casually and a friend was like, what are you talking about? Oh, you so, don't know the ghosts? No, you know, like just like the shadow people you see in the corner of your eye. And my friend was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So I didn't like that, but I've always gravitated towards spooky things. And I think once I discovered this side of Judaism, I was very excited. I always felt like the secular parts of myself and the Jewish parts of myself were very separate. So it felt like a fun way to marry those two things to get to explore those. What about you? I, Why do you like spooky things? I didn't for such a long time. I like I had vivid nightmares. I couldn't deal with horror. Like, So I once saw an episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog. Okay, that show is scary though. <laughs> yeah, but I, like, I straight up didn't sleep for like two, three days. Um, at that point, I think you're clinically insane. And I was 10. So that, like, that was where I was coming into this from. And I think over the years, I, as my anxieties grew and I realized that humor wasn't the only coping mechanism, it started off with zombies. My dad's a doctor. He would show me pictures of like, ooh, look at this surgery. Look at these tendons. And so like, that didn't really bother me that much. So I think that was like a gateway into horror. Um, but I definitely have started to see more and more of myself in, you know, these monsters. And I think that's Guillermo del Toro talks a lot about how, like, the monsters are the most sympathetic characters. And I kind of get that. And I think, you know, as we'll explore in each of these episodes, folklore is so often like so closely entwined with the fears of whatever culture from which it originates. And I do think it's it's fascinating and obviously very sad that with Judaism we're not just you so often see in these stories that we are not just afraid of the monster but afraid of being seen as the monster or turning into the monster this is a side of Judaism that isn't necessarily known and then also could very easily be manipulated because it feels like a lot of these 
stories and a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about in this podcast have a tendency to lend themselves towards anti-Semitism. And I think sort of reclaiming that and bringing it to the forefront and making sure that everybody is aware, like, oh, no, this was this is from us. Uh, I think that's a really nice way to fight back a little bit. Yeah, I love that. It's an active rebellion in a way. I think like any group that has in some capacity been marginalized, existence is an act of rebellion and being vocal is an act of rebellion. And talking about creepy ghosts can be an act of rebellion. And it'll be fun to dive into that. Yeah. So that is something that we're going to be covering a lot of. Each episode, we're going to introduce you to a Jewish monster. And then we're going to introduce you to other versions of that monster from other cultures, whether it's related, derivative of, or happened externally. And then we'll introduce you to the concept of that monster being used either for anti-Semitic purposes or a way of identifying different facets of at least our Judaism, possibly your Judaism. So keep listening. We'll get into the monsters next week, and we hope you enjoy. Stay safe. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Call Your Monster. If you like what you heard and want to hear more, feel free to subscribe. If you have questions or have monsters that you want us to talk about, you can let us know in the Apple Podcast Rate and Review section or message us on Instagram at callyourmonsterpod, where we'll have a glossary of words we used this episode, as well as some almost funny memes. We'll see you next week.